Attention people who still care. On today's show, Snake Oil Auto Lender, USASF, sued by Consumer Watchdog for illegally disabling vehicles, improperly repossessing cars, and double billing borrowers. In an unofficial, unscientific, and made-up survey, 93% of USASF's executive team's favorite pastime is kicking people while they're down. My name is Paul Lovejoy. You are listening to The Crowd Effect. The Consumer Financial Protection Bureau filed a lawsuit against USASF servicing yesterday for a host of illegal practices that harmed individuals with auto loans. These practices include wrongfully disabling borrowers' vehicles. USASF would activate devices that prevented borrowers from starting their cars, even if they were current on their payments. The CFPB reported that this occurred at least 7,500 times. They also reported that USASF remotely disabled vehicles at least 1,500 times after explicitly promising consumers it would not do so. They also improperly repossessed vehicles uh, without following the proper legal procedures, leaving borrowers with transportation and in uh, without transportation and in financial difficulty. In some cases, USASF sold the vehicles that it had wrongfully repossessed. They were also double billing borrowers for their insurance premiums. So USASF would bill borrowers for insurance premiums twice, even if they had already paid the premiums. Approximately 34,000 consumers were double charged in some instances, for over a year. Now, they also failed to return millions of dollars in refunds to consumers. USASF would fail to return refunds to consumers who were entitled to them, such as refunds for early payments or for payments made after a vehicle was repossessed. So, your car was just taken, and on auto pay, you had them paying the loan, And guess what? They didn't refund your money. That would make me upset. So uh, the CFPB is quoted as saying, the CFPB is suing USASF for a range of misconduct, including illegally activating devices that prevented borrowers from starting their cars, said CFPB Director Rohit Chopra. Given the rising cost of cars during the pandemic and jump in auto loan debt across the country, The CFPB is working to root out illegal activity in this market. The CFPB is seeking to obtain redress for consumers, civil money penalties, and in order to stop USASF from engaging in these illegal practices in the future. The lawsuit is part of the CFPB's ongoing efforts to protect consumers from predatory auto lending practices. The CFPB has also sued other auto lenders such as Money Lion and Credit Acceptance Corporation for similar illegal practices. Now, USASF appears to be as shady as they come. 
According to public records, they were formed in Delaware as a foreign limited liability company in 2015 and used an attorney in Philadelphia to file the formation documents. They are headquartered in the state of Georgia and on their annual registration documents since 2016, another attorney is the filer. His name is Andrew Garcia, who is the general counsel for a company called U.S. Auto Sales, a used car dealership which abruptly shut down in April of this year, closing all of their 39 locations in six different states in the Southeast United States. USASF Servicing happens to be the company that services auto loans for this used car dealership. The local news website 11alive.com in Lawrenceville, Georgia spoke with employees and managers of U.S. auto sales who said that they were frustrated by the lack of transparency from the executive team regarding the future of their jobs. The CEO of U.S. auto sales, Bob Anderson, sent out an email to all of its employees, many of whom were asked to leave while they were at work. In the email, he writes, Although we have been diligently working for some time, including over this weekend with our private equity owner and lenders, we were unable to reach an agreement that will allow our retail and supply chain locations to remain open. What I find telling in this statement was the mention of their private equity owners. This is a group of individuals that are anonymous that hire an attorney to speak for them and shield them. It's highly unlikely that any of the actual owners and perpetrators of this criminal-like behavior will ever be held accountable for their actions. They probably don't even live in the United States. From my point of view, the private equity foreign owners caught wind of the CFPB's investigation, closed shop, took the money, and ran. Now, this comes as no surprise to me. Okay, actually, uh, illegally repossessing someone's car and then selling that car, I got to say that surprised me. But in another sense, it doesn't surprise me because the financial service industry is the most corrupt and most unethical industry in the United States by a long shot. Since 2000, the year 2000, the Violation Tracker Project has been uh, keeping track of all corporate fines and settlements. And in the last 23 years, they have found that the financial service industry has been fined $377 billion in 23 years. Okay, so let's put that in perspective. That's more than the pharmaceutical industry, more than the oil and gas industry, and more than the chemical industry combined. In fact, if you take the second most penalized industry and add it up all the way down to the 10th most penalized industry, it still doesn't add up to the $377 billion that the financial service industry has been fined. So here we are in another situation of an unethical uh, financing uh, company that is abusing customers. Now, 
this is speculation here, but it wouldn't surprise me if this foreign private equity group was a, uh, a drug cartel or, or something along those lines, some illegal operation overseas, and they're using this Delaware Corporation to shield who they are and uh, run a very shady business in, a, in, in six different states and 30. This was a mega a mega used car dealership and for its doors to just abruptly shut uh, it just smells of 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 illegal um and and obviously corrupt activity and and perpetrators so what simple steps can regular people take uh to to fix this to fix our broken financial system well, it turns out there are a number of things that we could do. Now, uh, this private equity owner group. Well, in the past, the general public, we couldn't be private equity owners uh, because the private market was locked out. Uh, but things have changed. In 2015, with, the past, with uh, Regulation A-plus going into effect, and 2016, uh, Regulation Crowdfunding uh, going into effect, now uh, the general public has access to this private market via crowdfunding. And so it has created these platforms now where you can invest into these private investment projects such as owning a uh, loan servicing uh, company, uh, a financing, an auto financing company. Now, th that specific platform does not exist as of this time, but there is a platform where you can invest in auto loans. Uh, it's called Prosper. And it's not just auto loans, but they're, they're personal loans. And this is a way for consumers to also protect themselves. So instead of going to a used car dealership where they saying, you know, no credit, uh, you know, no credit needed. Um, anytime you see that, it's, it's a red flag for, for predatory lending. Instead, uh, go to your local credit union. If you're not a member of it, will become one. Take your money out of the 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 your the commercial bank, especially if it's one of the big ones. They're part of the financial service industry that is abusing uh, the public. Credit unions are nonprofit, so there's no pressure to increase profits. Instead, when they get revenue that exceeds their expenses, they pump it right back into the credit union to offer people uh, lower interest rates on auto loans. So that's one one thing. Uh, as as an investor, well, you can uh, go on to Prosper and contribute twenty five dollars to a ten thousand dollar auto loan, and three hundred and ninety nine other regular people can also contribute twenty five dollars to fund that loan. It's a way and a system where the people become the financial system. It's a way where. We don't have to depend on uh, corrupt, unethical, uh, foreign private equity owners to finance uh, vehicles or, or anything of, of that matter. We can finance it ourselves. My name is Paul Lovejoy. I am a crowd investor and I see you are one too. If you'd like to know the three secret steps to fix our broken financial system, 
democratically without confrontation or divisive political action, go to stakeholderenterprise.com.